Hi, and welcome to Does This Make Me Look Old? A podcast about aging as gracefully as possible when you're just not ready. We're two 40-something-year-old friends who find themselves kind of straddling that really odd period of time when aging and everything that it's associated with is starting to become a much bigger part of our lives. We're definitely curious, but at the same time, rather terrified about aging. I'm Shiv. I'm a health science nerd and pop culture fiend. And I'm Sim, an adult in waiting, obsessed with finance and self-help books. We're going to be talking about the stereotypes of aging and how they affect us. And we'll also be doing some deeper dives um, into some interesting topics, such as what it's like to get old in the society, dating when you're older, and scientific advancements in anti-aging products, and even evolution and scientific thinking around aging. And throughout it all, we chat, rant, laugh about our adulting mishaps, of which there are so, so, so many. So join us as we navigate our second quarter life crisis. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Does This Make Me Look Old? I'm Shiv. (laughs) And that's Sim. (laughs) Oh, is it because I was just staring at you blankly for a split (laughs) second? (laughs) Sorry. I just realized that's what I was doing. I don't know why I did that. Anyway, no worries. Uh, it's a it's a it's a common phrase of, for, of mine. Like I don't know why I did that. It's story of my life motto. Uh, it's all good. We're going to talk about this movie because uh, I it won the so the Oscars just came and went right, and um, there was this movie that won for best international feature film called Another Round, starring Mads Mikkelsen. And you know, at the time, I was like, I had heard about this movie. Um, I thought it would be an interesting movie for the two of us to watch, but now it's become even more interesting because Leonardo DiCaprio and um, like a couple of production companies that like they're so like he and and his colleagues are associated with mm-hmm. have picked up interest in this movie and are going to remake this movie for the North American market. So I was like, we definitely should watch this movie now. Oh, because you know that I will definitely be watching that version. Because <laughs> Leo's involved. What? No. <laughs> I'm over that celebrity crush. Are you? No. Oh, I don't know if I ever will. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so then I thought, hey, you know what? Let's watch this movie because um that's actually going to be interesting um because i am curious as to the changes they're going to make because um some of the observations i had felt culturally different Mm. to me yeah uh, where i was like huh that is an interesting way but anyway i digress that's for a later piece uh, (laughs) to come but yeah do you want to give a quick synopsis um just caveat if you have not watched the movie and um are you know, not into spoilers, obviously, please pause, <laughs> go watch the movie and then come back and listen to us. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you're like me, who doesn't care about spoilers, in fact, who needs spoilers before deciding to invest her emotions and time into movies, yeah. um, you know, continue listening. <laughs> exactly. I'm the same way. Well, actually, as we were watching the movie, there's like a scene with a dog and I had to go check out like a certain site. Well, I'll tell you the site. It was like, does the dog die? I had to check it out because I could not watch any more of the movie without knowing whether or not the dog makes it. Oh, so. I know. <laughs> anyway, again, digress. Uh, let's go back. Yeah. Step back. Okay. Give us so, a premise. Okay. So the premise of the movie is that it's about these four friends who live in Denmark and they're probably all in their, you know, 40s to 50s. Um, it's a, and One it's of about, them is turning 40. One of them's turning 40. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, 
so, you know, they're all kind of in these different stages of life. Um, and I think re- like ultimately, I think it's about facing middle age and what that means and like whether or not you're happy with your life as it stands at that time. Yeah. And then um, anyway, so that's that's the I guess that's the crux of the movie. But then there's an added layer to the movie, which is that one of the characters is turning 40, just as Sim mentioned, and he's a teacher in psychology. And so he decides to like, oh my God, I was just, I was watching this movie and cringing because I was just like, this is not scientific. <laughs> anyway. But you know that he didn't mean for it to be scientific. He just needed an excuse. Yes, that's true. He just needed an so, excuse. So the excuse was that he wanted to, well, he brought up this, oh, and oh, and I meant to check whether or not this was like a true person or not. We didn't check, sorry. <laughs> but you know, if you guys want to Google about it and find out, let us know. So, um, so basically, Shiv is pretending like she's actually not going to do this, but she will still end up checking. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, go back, go back again. We're always get sidetracked. Always get sidetracked. I know. Okay. okay. So, so basically, one of the friends who's turning forty brings up the fact that there's this psychologist who is under the impression that humankind it. Needs. Should be like needs to be um, needs to have a blood alcohol level of 0.05 percent at all times. <laughs> so. And 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 the theory, I guess, is that you are buzzed just enough to have liquid courage. Yes, and and so you're a little bit looser you're and happier, li- happier because you're you're bolder. So you. You're just living a better life. You just live a better life. Yeah, yeah. And so then they all decide to undertake this challenge and uh, or quote scientific experiment on this part of this pseudo psychologist. And um, yeah, and so then they all decide. What if it's like a award winning psychologist? (laughs) No, no, no. I'm talking about the oh the Nicolaj, yeah, the 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 teacher. So then, um, yeah, and so then they all decide to uh, keep their blood alcohol level at, at. 0.05% 0.05% throughout the day throughout the day and, and, and uh, record uh, the effects yeah and um, just for context Nikolaj is the 40 year old yeah uh, Martin Ma- Martin Mar- is Mads Mikkelsen right and then they have two other friends uh, Tommy and, and Peter yeah Peter is a music teacher and Tommy is the gym teacher gym teacher yeah right Okay. Yeah. And so I'm sure that you can all guess that things devolve pretty quickly. <laughs> and it kind of, yeah. And, and basically, like, there's discussions around, you know, alcohol use, alcohol abuse, and kind of like the effects that it has on their lives. Um, and yeah, so that's basically the crux, that, that's basically the gist of the movie. Yeah. So so I think what was interesting, so you're, you're right, that it is, um, I don't know if I saw it so much as, a midlife crisis as I did like just searching for the meaning of life. But I guess the fact that they are at that age is probably why Mm -hmm. the only person I think that came close to um, that whole midlife crisis part was uh, the gym teacher, especially that one scene where he tells uh, Martin that, you know, it's all meaningless Oh yeah, and 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 you can tell that you know there's some kind of regret there. There's a you know uh, he he's been reflecting, and 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 the way the alcohol affects him, it hits him the hardest. It hits him the hardest. Well, I, the thing is, is that I don't know that it's just about him though, because like 
Um, and don't get me wrong. I feel like these existential crises don't necessarily always happen at midlife. Like, I feel like it can happen at any time. Yes. Like, I feel like I had these existential crises when I was like in my 20s. In, yeah, I had them oh, in my I 20s totally for sure. Did. Yeah. And then, um, and uh, so I, yeah, I, I can't see it just being relegated to midlife, but I can see that, you know, people will sometimes take stock at you know, certain ages, certain ages, and it like, and maybe and many it started people, stages too. Right? Yeah, so and maybe it, it's when you start that stage. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the, or like and and I can see that maybe a vast majority of people have this kind of existential crisis during their midlife, and that's fine. Um, but I think it also hit. Martin, who was Mads Mikkelsen's character, because there was that scene at the beginning when they were at that dinner party where mm-hmm. they talk to they talk about Martin and his potential because mm-hmm. he could have had like he had he was on track he had a PhD he was on track to get a grant but then his his life kind of got sidelined because of kids and then you know and you could see like the you could see him reflecting on that what could have been right yeah so I think that like I think it is. It is about midlife. And the yeah, thing I suppose is, you're right. Or like maybe not midlife crisis, but just sort of like an existential life crisis. And what, is, what does yeah, it all mean? I think what it is. Yeah, you're right. Um, that actually makes sense. Uh, because it, it reminded me of the fact that, you know, like when he, yes, his life got derailed. Um, but he also checked out at that age. Um, and as his wife pointed out, yeah. right, like he wasn't like they stopped doing those family vacations where they used to go camping. Yeah. Um, and that was like eight or nine years ago. Yeah. Um, and when he was significantly younger, his I think the youngest one would have been like a couple of years old or yeah. something like that. And and so, he, you know, so he actually let that life event impact how he lived his life yeah. for like a solid decade. almost a decade. Almost a decade. Yeah. 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 And uh, so that was the part where I was like, oh, that kind of, that actually makes it hard to take in a way because you realize that, you know, life's finite, right? And, yeah. And the fact that he spent such a good chunk of his life yeah. just wallowing in a way or yeah. being apathetic to life. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't know. Like I, uh, that's a slippery slope, right? Like mm-hmm. I feel like. Because <sighs> his eyes were completely glazed in the he beginning. He was tearing up, dude. He was sad. He was crying in the beginning. You don't remember this? <laughs> no, no, but um, I meant like when he was teaching, like in class. Oh, yeah. like, oh he, he was, was just completely disengaged. Completely. Like yeah. he didn't know what he was teaching. He mixed up histories he was like talking about industrial age but then he brought in churchill and oh yeah he mixed up world war one and, and world, world war two like it was, yeah, it was a mess it was yeah. a mess he was a mess yeah <laughs> but like i feel like i guess like the i i i don't know i i have issues with like the fact that i don't want to say that like the what happened to him what am i trying to say here <laughs> i feel like i don't want to i like it's hard to know what exactly happened to him because you don't know if like because there's nothing about it right you just know that he was on track to do all of this research but then he put it 
to, to the to, he kind of put it to the side because of the kids. But then I don't like I don't see him picking it up again. No, right? no, it's true. But then I we can't know what happened to him during those ten years. Was right. he depressed? Did he have mental illness? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like it's hard. It's to all s- about this point in life. Yes. And then what do you do about it? Yes, next? exactly. Because the thing is, is like yes, okay. So he was disengaged for ten years of his life. But like we should, I, I feel like we should cut him a little bit of slack because we just don't know. Oh no, what he, happened. I I'm not holding him to any. <laughs> Um, <laughs> judgment here. I'm just, I was just saying it. Like, yeah. he's too pretty not to cut him some slack. Oh, my God. You're such a looksist. I swear to God. I totally am a looksist. I mean, what else is there in life? You know, it's we're stuck in a pandemic. Like, it's the little things that bring me joy. <laughs> so leave me be. <laughs> but yeah, so, but like, that's what I'm saying. And the other thing is, is that like, he's only in his like 40s or 50s. So it's not like life is over. Like, he can still do stuff you know like, you're making it sound like it's all over for him and there's nothing left oh i must be in one of those moods <laughs> i'm like dude he's in midlife there's a fuck ton of time left over a full other half <laughs> exactly um yeah no fair enough <laughs> Anyway, okay. So yeah, so then that's basically it. And I think the the other thing is, is that I don't even know if it's really this whole existential crisis is really relegated to just Mad Mads Mikkelsen's character and the character Tommy, the gym teacher, because um, the other two also had issues, oh, right? Lots of issues. Yeah. Like I don't know how I feel about the music teacher. Oh my god! I really don't know how I feel about that. Yes. Okay, so, so another spoiler. Yeah, set the okay. stage. So. <laughs> Um, So, you know, basically having that little bit of liquid courage. Um, So Peter, the music teacher, takes it so much to heart that there's a student who comes to him for advice. And this student um, failed a year, so had to be had stayed back. Yes. Um, So was basically severely anxious um, about retaking and redoing um, his year last year in high school Mm -hmm. and comes to him for advice because he's terrified that he's going to fail again. And And he wants to graduate with the rest of his class. He wants to graduate with the rest of his class. And uh, the music teacher gives him the advice that, have you considered maybe taking a sip or two? of alcohol before the exam just to take the edge off. And I, know. I kid you not, <laughs> I was like, like, I don't know. Did you see my face when we were watching that? <laughs> no. Because I was like, well, what? I was appalled. Yeah. I was like, what is I, happening? It was, I was like, this cannot be real. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I thought I was a non-judgmental person. Lies. But I, <laughs> but I was definitely proven I'm a judgmental person because out of I'm like, Leave the child alone. I I was just like, do they not have like therapeutic avenues for these children? Like maybe this is the time where you go, hey, you seem to be suffering from test anxiety. Let's see what other options there are. Let's send you at least to the guidance counselor. If not, let, you know, a therapist. therapist. Yeah, exactly. Or or let's try to find a way to like reduce your test, like your test anxiety by giving you extra time or something. Like I was just like, what is happening? You know the kicker? On the day of exam. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. <laughs> the said student does freeze up and freaks out yeah. and decides not to give the exam. Yeah. So he leaves the room. Oh, oh, and just to set the stage, this is an oral exam on Kierkegaard. Yeah. <laughs> and the teacher goes after him to sort of, you know, convince him. And I thought, oh, look at that. Here's a teacher. Okay, he does care. And he does. 
But then he gives him a drink of alcohol, like a bottle. And takes shots himself. And takes shots himself. (laughs) Like spilling. No, to the point where he's spilling alcohol on his sweater. I was like, what the fuck's happening? I know. I I died. (laughs) And so, you know, and then, of course, wouldn't you know it? It actually does have the desired effect. So the student does gain enough courage to at least be able to talk through, um, you know, his exam. And uh, oh, and the topic being Kierkegaard and anxiety. <laughs> like I was just like the, uh, my the eyes, irony. my eyes were rolling back so far in my head. It was like unbelievable. <laughs> but but you know, I guess maybe that's the whole point is that you know you never know, um, you know how what what the impact will be right for some people it'll devolve into like alcoholism and some people it'll be just enough to get through you know and i guess you can't predict the outcome is that the message like i don't know this movie has me so confused i know well i feel that i'm missing something i'm i'm missing a little something because i'm not part of danish culture and it makes me want to call my friend dave up and be like Hey, you live in Denmark. You know, is this like, is this how it is? I know. Because like, I feel like that's the piece that I'm missing. Because, There's some cultural context that yes, we're not getting. Yeah. Because, I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, I get it. Because in Scandinavian countries, there's a lot of drinking. Like, yeah, drinking yeah. is very, like, you know, it's like, it's a, pretty relevant part of the culture but i'm but to the point where it's okay to take a swig or two before an exam like no no i think like okay i i don't think i would have been shocked if the student chose to do it but i was shocked that a teacher would no, advocate for mean. doing it like, right like, I, like I as in it, yes like if the student like you know as a student you can do whatever on your own time mm-hmm. like whatever but like <laughs> for, but for a teacher to tell the student to do this and for it to be to all work out okay, like yeah. I think like that's the message that I'm having trouble with. Like, I mean, because how do you know that that child isn't going to become like a raging alcoholic? <laughs> I know you don't. Um, you know what's interesting though, and this is what I meant about the cultural um, implications. Yeah, because if it's being redone by Hollywood, you know that they're going to amp up the drama. Oh, yes. I didn't think about the so, remake. Yeah. So that, that was my point, yeah. right? Because I think we're so used to the Hollywood standards of morality in a weird kind yeah. of a way that um, it was, I half expected consequences to be like immediate, yeah. right? Like I expected um, the student to either become an raging alcoholic uh, and do something stupid, or I expected the teacher to get caught and, and, and get you know, yeah. fire. Yeah. Uh, like I expected some kind of dire consequence, yeah. right? Um, there's a little boy in the movie who's so adorable. <laughs> um, and I expected him to sort of come across a bottle and drink it. Yeah. Um, and having some kind of effect. Yeah. So I'm really curious uh, how the American uh, version if it gets me, yeah, um, is going to actually amp up the drama and and culturally um, adapt it. That is actually that's a really interesting question because I I mean, yeah, like how moral are they going? Like you know, like is that how I guess like how strict is the morality police going to be on this one? Right? right? Yeah, yeah, and even like um, Martin's character, um, you know, his marital issues. Yeah, um, I felt like it was done in a very like a very matter of fact kind of yeah, a way, right? Yeah. It, it was it, like it was a. It felt. It actually felt very realistic. Very realistic. Yeah. Um. You know, some conversations were getting derailed. Some of them weren't. There was, you know, some heightened emotions. Some, 
size of like whatever you know like like resignation yeah. yeah resignation being the right word um yeah. so so you know uh, that that also like i'm curious you know yeah because we tend to think of um marital fidelity slightly differently and and uh you know checking out of marriage slightly differently i feel yeah in in, in uh, north american society yeah so anyway it was that that cultural context is fascinating and i really wish i understood enough danish to have picked up on some of the linguistic nuances yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, and to your point, like, if you talk to Dave, let me know what he says. <laughs> I might actually, I might give him a call and be like, hey, I just watched this movie. What did you think about it? Can you watch it now and, yeah. and tell me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I was interested in one of the cultural. So, okay. So we're watching this movie and I did not even think at all about the fact that these are four guys hanging out having dinners <laughs> like i was just like oh this is really nice and whatever oh, you're gonna hold me to that <laughs> i one. am gonna I'm like, <laughs> i was like what so sim is watching this and she's like huh that's weird and i was like what's weird and like i'll let her explain what she, <laughs> what she thought was strange and no it, it's not <laughs> weird weird per se but i guess i i just Okay, so these four friends, it's it's fantastic. I actually really like that. Yeah. Um, they're in their 40s and 50s. And, and, you know, they get together very regularly as friends. They go over to each other's houses and they're, you know, they hang out, they dance, they, I don't know, do all these. Um, they're, they're close. They're, they're very, very close. close they're, yeah. yeah. And it's really sweet. Um, and they all help each other out. Um, so as friendship, it's friendship goals for yeah. sure. What struck me as not weird, but it, it's something I noticed was that they like, you know, they went to a proper restaurant. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, but it threw me because I feel like in an American movie, we would see them go to like more of a casual establishment, either a pub or a bar um, or, or, you know, yeah. like like a diner. Yeah. Like I expect them to sort of meet in the mornings at a diner yeah as opposed to like you know go to a high-end restaurant where they're saying bring me the champagne you know and Uh, eating caviar and stuff like uh, unless they were like you know showing their real the you know the lawyers and agents who like are wheeling and dealing you know and cutting a deal yeah but like from a friends perspective yeah that because they're all teachers they're all teachers and and they're friends it's not like a business dinner right Uh, yeah and so that threw me a little bit and i was like huh that is weird and i i I don't know it it shows how oh my gosh i have biases (laughs) and and that's awful and and it's not a bad or good but you know it's just i i'm shocked that i noticed it and it, it struck me as odd but it really I, did. I know. I wonder why it didn't strike me as odd. I'm glad it didn't. I That's good. I wonder why. Like, uh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, yeah. Like, you I, know, I like, know, like there was a scene where they're hanging out in one friend's house and yeah. they're like dancing and like, you know, hugging. And like, I thought that was, you know, like that was like, oh, that's so sweet. but it was something I noted. Yeah. Whereas when they're, you know, they're shenanigans at the bar. That is something what was more consistent with how I was picturing the interactions. Yeah, to yeah. Although you know what the, that what that tells me is that the North American kind of bro culture is a little bit problematic. Oh, like you think? <laughs> well, no, but like I mean, yeah. Where when 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 you? I, I guess my point is is that when you look at 
their drunken escapades at the bar as like normal behavior. Right? Like that's no, no, really no, no, no. But I meant like like no, no, Asian head to hang. No, no, yeah, but, but it's I know true. what you mean. Yeah. I mean like I think it's problematic that North American culture seems to think that that's how guys should act. Like that's I'm really, telling you, I'm appalled. Cool. I'm just I am tell appalled you, that I thought cool. that. <laughs> no, and I'm appalled that I thought that. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I was like. Uh, which is why I think I was like, oh, my God, this is actually kind of really nice to sort of see yeah. four guys being friends where they meet often. Yeah. Um, you know, despite being a different, you know, like whatever they have going on in their lives, um, they hang out and spend time with each other. And they're doing it not necessarily like, oh, I'm always just, you know, like sports or card games or poker games yeah. or bars, right? Yeah. It's, it's more... Um, they're just hanging out and talking or hanging out. And talking and, about important things. Right? Yeah. Like, Marriage and life and decisions yeah. and, of course, the stupid psychologist <laughs> experiments. <laughs> I know. But, but like, the reason that... They, I think... I think part of it is just that they wanted like a change from like out out of their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And like, and I think you could really tell that at least with Mad Mads Mickelson's character, like it was really having an effect. His life to that point was definitely, you know, it was it was having um like not it. it I like yeah. I just he needed like, something to shake him out of his stupor. Yeah, like he yeah. he was in a fog yes. and I think he needed that change to sort of wake up yeah. to um, you know it's actually very poignant like and it, it resonates what you said a few minutes ago um he so Martin um was having a conversation with his wife and you know they're having a marital discussion where and and he basically says can't we work it out yeah we have the rest of our lives we have a long time exactly and uh yeah and 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 that Thank puts you. it into perspective no absolutely yeah. you're, you're you know uh i wasn't like you know questioning your <laughs> your viewpoint at all uh you know um but yeah that does you know speak volumes about like how his his own outlook changed right yeah where he's like okay like we can start afresh and we still have so much time left exactly um to do things together yeah yeah um so that was really refreshing so i guess now that i'm talking it through i'm less confused about the movie (laughs) because i was i won't lie quite confused at certain parts of the movie where i'm like what's happening and why is this happening this way but in a good way yeah yeah i guess what i'm confused about and I don't know if this is like my own bias or my own issues with like drinking, but like, like I just find it strange that it's like this pervasive. No, 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 not not the pervasiveness of alcohol, like of the alcohol use. I just find it strange that it was alcohol that like helped them co- have this come to Jesus moment. Like it was just like. <laughs> What? <laughs> like, what's the message? Here? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, so should we all be drinking? Like, I don't know. Okay. It was, that was weird. Confession time. Yeah. Did, for a split second, did you think, huh, I wonder if this theory is true? Eh, no, well, I mean, okay. I, I think that if you're, ugh, well, okay, I don't, I just don't want to be judgmental. But like, the thing is, is like, I can see a small amount of alcohol maybe, you know, helping you quell some anxiety or, you know, kind of giving you a little bit of courage. Or if you're, if you know, suffering from self-esteem issues, maybe it gives you this heightened cell, like heightened sense of like 
you know, self. Mm -hmm. And then it allows you to be more courageous and bolder and do things. Mm -hmm. But like, if you're, I guess my issue is, is that if you're using a substance as a crutch in order to get that stuff done, that's a problem. Right. Yeah. And, and I, and, and, and that was interesting because that's exactly what happened, right? Like they all needed to reach their own inflection point. Yeah. And then they either, you know, recalibrated. Yeah. Or they fell off the rails. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then that was interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe, yeah, I think that's the only thing. Like, I mean, I, I understand the, like, I do understand, like, the existential crises that they were all going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and you know, they all got resolved in their own different ways. But I guess my, yeah, I guess my issue is just, like, why was it alcohol that was, like, the... <laughs> The, uh, I don't know, the accelerant or, like, the lubricant for all of this. Like, I find that strange. What other substances could be? Uh, well, I, mean, I don't even understand why it had to be a substance. Like, it was just You needed strange... some kind of a, like a, like you said, an accelerant. Something to sort of, yeah you know, kick yeah. things off. Yeah. So, I guess the starter gun needed to be somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I just don't understand why it had to be substance use. Anyway, but I'm not a screenwriter. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it was interesting. Um, highly do recommend uh, you check it out. And this, that's, this is to the people who were okay with the spoilers. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and, who, yeah. and, and if you've already watched it after we told you to, <laughs> paused it, and now you're listening to us again. <laughs> uh, I wonder if you agree uh, with us or what your viewpoint and thoughts were when you watched the movie. Yeah. I, yeah, no, it would be nice. It would be interesting to know I what... Well, I mean, and the other thing is, is that like... Uh, I wonder if this is something that uh, could have been made at another age. Do you know what I mean? That's the other thing. It's like, did it have to be somebody who was like having a middle age? That's my point. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I think it just needed to be that you needed to have certain aspect of dissatisfaction with your life. With your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but it really could have been at any age. I feel I think. like that. Yeah. 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 So... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. If you... So go... I would I would suggest you watch the movie. Um uh, you know, yeah, I don't think it was um, it it kind of like, you know how with I don't care. No, I care. A lot. I care. A lot. <laughs> Not, I don't care. a lot. <laughs> um, with I care a lot. Like I was like it was buzzing in my head. For, yes. Like, days right because yeah. i was like oh my god what did i just watch and also how much i love christmasina but also <laughs> <laughs> man you can't get over christmasina <laughs> that's soup though like i think it just oh, got me in the heart uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it was so like i think i was just cracking up so much yeah um it just it was Meanwhile, just too- i kept thinking how do i prevent somebody taking over my like estate <laughs> no um i thought of that after but at least you know i, I laughed my way to it okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, but exactly. That was precisely, it was like fear inducing, right? Yeah. Like it was like, oh my God, am I going to be ready? What if like, you know, I need, how do I prevent something like this happening to me? Yeah. Whereas this one wasn't so, um, you know, it wasn't like. It wasn't as gut punching. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, I know. I think that's the issue. I think, I feel like I care a lot was like a gut punch. And this one is just kind of like a fun. Yeah, yeah. it was nice. <laughs> we watched, we had pizza, we had wings. <laughs> exactly. It was good. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's a good watch. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely check it out. And uh, yeah, I'd be, I, I would be curious to know what you guys think. So uh, yeah. So, yeah, hit uh, us up on social. Yep. Yeah. Insta, um, Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. Uh, at Does This Make Me Look Old? 
and uh, or, or email. Email, yeah. Email us at does this meet me look old at gmail.com or dtmmlo one at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. All right. Until next week. <laughs> Bye.